Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the Show. So very lively discussion there with uh, two some very two young players, um, but and it dovetails nicely into dynasty rankings here. We're talking about uh, the dynasty rankings that you can find on the site receptionperception.com. Uh, and right off the top, I mean, just right off the top, Matt Harmon's just putting them out there because it's he's got Jamar Chase ahead of Justin Jefferson, which. I think would fly in the face of what most everybody else would would rank their wide receivers, dynasty or redraft or otherwise, having Jamar ahead of Justin Jefferson. Take me through the thought process there. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Uh, we talked about Jamar Chase a couple episodes ago. I think he's a great player. I think he can have the season that Justin Jefferson just had at any point. And hey, look, they're in the same tier. My dynasty of rankings course. are tiered. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear a ton of complaining about players that are in the same tier. Okay. The re- that's the reason <laughs> tiers exist. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is because like if you want, that's why that's why you do it. All right. And really, there's like a structural reason to do it from a draft perspective. But the real reason is okay. They're in the same tier. I don't want to hear a bunch of complaining about you know who's who's ranked <laughs> here. But because you're complaining to me, James, <laughs> I'll go ahead and talk right. about it. Um, there you go. The, I mean, the real reason I write I, every player on the dynasty rankings, like for subscribers, Prime and Sicko subscribers, get access to the rankings. I have notes for every guy too. And I pretty simply think that just Jamar Chase is tied to Joe Burrow probably for as long as those those two guys are playing, right? Yeah. The, you know, theoretically, theoretically. And and Justin Jefferson is tied to Kirk Cousins for this year. And then who knows? We don't know. We don't yeah. know. So I just think like two fantastic players. One has already, I think both of them are true number one receivers. Justin Jefferson, I think, has made the jump into like being the best receiver in the NFL. I think Justin Jefferson right now is a better player than, than Jamar chase. Um, and sometimes that's simple. It's just as simple enough to just say that and log out. And that's the end of the discussion. But to me, I do think that just because from these are fantasy ranking, like if I'm ranking real life receivers, Justin Jefferson is ahead of Jamar chase, but Jamar chase is really good. Not far behind. It's just one of them has Joe burrow for, for the rest of his career. Most likely. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay. DK Metcalf. He's 25 years old. Uh, I I personally think you you've got him entirely too low. Um, he is number 18 on your dynasty rankings, and he's behind guys like T. Higgins, who you have at 10, Devonte Smith at 11, and Drake London at 12. Um, I just think DK needs to be. Uh, 
I, I don't know if he needs to be necessarily ahead of those guys, but I, I just feel like 18's too low. You know what? I'll go ahead and say DK Metcalf needs to be ahead of those guys. He's so good. He's so good. I mean, uh-huh. come on, man. And uh-huh. he's a dominant, dominant physical player too. Um, and, and boy, I tell you, it's not like he's old. He's 25 years old, bro. Like I just feel like what he does on the football field, um, he, he needs to be higher than, than T Higgins, Devonte Smith and Drake London. He'll be 25 this entire year too, which, you know, I referenced that Yahoo article a few times on the show that like shocked me that DK qualified for the list. I was coming up for guys who are 25 right? and younger going into the season. He didn't turn 26 until December of this year like he's got the entire year at 25 and you know one year who cares but but still he is a fantastic player he actually um is the player i just finished charting last night uh for for dk metcalf so his numbers are actually in the sortable database by the way if you're a subscriber and you didn't know this and i don't know how many especially after yesterday uh dropping the news that i had to delay a few profiles and some people in the discord are like oh we don't even pay attention to the release dates i'm like i wonder how many people actually don't pay attention to when we drop like when i drop these profiles probably only uh, only me and like five others and and obviously (laughs) zach miller uh but exactly you know (laughs) if you don't if you don't notice this like some of these guys they get auto populated before the profiles are up just as soon as i'm done charting them so you can see a few guys that are in the sortable tables right now that i haven't put profiles up for yet and dk metcalf is one of them and you know dk is awesome dude i'm with you man he's a great player i'm sure we'll break him down in depth in a future episode but great man press coverage beater true x receiver had some issues last season with ball you know as a ball winner and and and, you know make some mistakes in terms of some drops that shouldn't necessarily happen but that's total nitpicky stuff i agree he's a great player he's in a great situation he does um, share the play, share the field with a guy who might be as good, if not better than him and Tyler Lockett. And now the, yep. there's another first round receiver in the mix there in Jackson Smith and Jigba. So um, I think DK Metcalf is a very good player. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm content with you telling me that I, I've, I have him too low at 16. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that, but uh, I, I do think he's a guy that's really interesting to rank up against Jalen Waddle and Drake London and and you know right. I definitely think having Devontae Smith as high as I do at wide receiver eleven is 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 pretty I think that's probably aggressive across the industry but you know Higgins is tough because I think Higgins is going to be a great fantasy player you know for as long as he's tied to Joe Burrow it's just such a great situation yeah uh, I mean Cincinnati's obviously hopeful they could lock up T Higgins for a long time too and just create that little trio. Um, there in Cincinnati for sure. Uh, but that's going to be, I, I tell you what, Cincinnati's going to have a tough decision to make, man, with T Higgins. They really are. How much, how much willing, how much money are they willing to put out, uh, to keep that, uh, to keep that group together? I don't know, man. It, it in the seems, NFL, it seems like to me, it seems like to me, they're going to like kind of move heaven and earth to keep those two guys together. Um, yeah, Chase it's and, just, and, it's just not common in the NFL though. I, I mean, I, right. I know we're getting away from, from fantasy and all that stuff, but it's like, you just don't see it that often in the NFL where, where teams spend that much capital, financial capital, on two receivers. Um, just I don't know. I, I, I'll be interested to see uh, if if the Bengals have a number in mind, and obviously T, T. Higgins is going to want more, uh, but is he willing to kind of you know maybe take a small haircut to stay with Cincinnati? I don't know. I'll be interested to see how that development uh, plays out there uh, in Cincinnati. All right. Uh, Elijah Moore is 23 years old. I'm a huge Elijah Moore just, you know, fan. I just love Elijah Moore. Uh, but him at number 36 to me feels feels too low as well. Um, I would rather have him ahead 
in Dynasty uh, ahead of Hollywood Brown, who you have at 35, Jordan Addison at 30, and Jamison Williams at 28. Um, give me Elijah Moore clearly ahead of all three of those dudes. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. Um, I feel you on this one. Although I will say, I have him at 36, like his DLF Dynasty League football, which is, they've been, you know, at the forefront of Dynasty content for yep. forever, basically on the internet. He's consensus ranked there at wide receiver 42. So I actually hey. like a head of consensus already on Elijah Moore saying like, yeah, you don't need to be too concerned with what you've seen. Um, you know, these kind of quote concerns and stuff like that with it, w- what happened last year. The player is still very, very good. I'm also way ahead of consensus on like Rashad Bateman at 26. Like so, so ahead of consensus on over Rashad Bateman there. Um, but yeah, no, I think I'm with you on Elijah Moore. You won't hear me like arguing and, and <sighs> Jamison Williams is like, James Williams has to be the toughest player to rank in, in dynasty oh, right yeah. now because like you <laughs> I've seen nothing from him. I mean, nothing. <laughs> and it's gonna and we're gonna be James, you and I are gonna be on this here podcast. Hopefully I'm not still sitting in this damn if I'm still sitting in this condo in this, you know, on this with this folding table, we've got a problem. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, we're gonna yeah. be sitting here on this year podcast saying in October or, you know, whatever in, in the beginning of October saying, we still have seen nothing from Jameson Williams. We still have no idea who he is as a player. And like, no I idea. thought his collegiate profile was good, not great. Like I thought there was a clear difference between London, Wilson, Olave and, and Williams. I didn't think like there was talk that he was the best receiver in that class last year. N- no, he wasn't. And he's probably not going to be <laughs> in the NFL. Right. But, um, you know, he's a tough, he's a really, really difficult guy to rank. Uh, I think Jamison Williams is. So, yeah, I mean, if you think Elijah Moore is too low at 36, I think that's fair. It's just really tough with Elijah Moore when these guys, like, get their careers off track. And I know I'm talking about both sides of my ass here because I, I'm really not, like, I, I'm, I'm really not, like, concerned about him as a player, just like I wasn't concerned about Brandon Ayuk as a player when he got his career yeah, yeah. off track in, in San Francisco. It's just he's on a new team now. Um, I think he's going to be really good there, but – just I, I just it, you know I, we haven't we haven't seen what his role is going to be with with the with the Browns I I think he could be like the best receiver on the roster in two years you know yeah. like he could be the best receiver on the roster there's no question about that so I think he's a guy you should absolutely be trading for right now I think people that are trading him away are you know kind of being prisoners of the moment and not really seeing like not they're missing the forest for the trees you know or whatever the expression is I, I'm very much still in on Elijah Moore eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, I Look, to to be fully transparent, obviously there's going to be some proje- a lot of projection going on in regards to Deshaun Watson, right? When I say, oh, I'd rather have Elijah Moore ahead of all these dudes, what, what am I also saying? I'm also saying 
that Deshaun Watson is going to be vastly improved um, here in 2023 and moving forward because, my God, last year it was not good. That was not (laughs) – that's not good football uh, we saw from Deshaun Watson. So, yeah, I get it. There's a lot of projection going on at the quarterback spot in addition to projecting (laughs) Elijah Moore, keeping it all together too. So there's multiple layers of the variance that could happen. So I get that. Uh, but I just think, look, I believe in the talent. I think he's such a good player. I think Deshaun Watson, legal troubles now, you know, mostly behind him. Hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, I'm on board. I'm, I'm all in uh, on Elijah Moore, who's again, just 23 years old, dude. That's bonkers. That is my, there's been so much digital ink yeah. spilt on Elijah Moore. It just feels like he's so much older than he is. 23. He's 23 years old. I love Elijah Moore as a player, and I really think he's going to thrive in Cleveland. I think so too. I'm I'm in on Elijah Moore, and, and he's somebody that I think you should be absolutely, you know, kind of like trying to trying to trade for right now, just because I think he's, you know, maybe maybe because there's been some off season hype. I don't know. Dynasty markets are so like salt, like yeah, impossible. I know. Okay? I know. Yeah, like, exactly. there's so many. Yeah, setups way it's different like, yeah it's yeah it's setups like, it, and, and hey, like emotional emotional investment okay like this is not like i mean by the way and even in, this is a whole another topic but any fantasy trade it's like easy to go say like hey look at this trade calculator look at on this site he's ranked here and all this it's like okay but like if you came if i had elijah moore on my dynasty team and you came to me with all that stuff and be like he is worth this i'd be like well, I don't give a shit. I really like him as a player. And I, when he breaks out, which I believe he's going to break out, I wanted to have him on my roster. So like, yeah, piss off. Like I'm not, I don't right. want to trade him to you. Like, and yeah. that happens in plenty of leagues. And by the way, that's fine. If you just like a guy, mm-hmm. like you like a guy. So, uh, but I, so I say all that to say that if you can trade for him at something reasonable, you know, I, I think it's perfectly, perfectly good to do that because I think he's going to be a good player. Um, the biggest riser from my dynasty rankings was definitely Jahan Dotson, though. Like, mm. you know, I went back and looked at, you know, because I was like, all right, let me just go take a look at these dynasty rankings, make sure everything's up to snuff. And I was like, yeah, I got to get Jahan Dotson up into my third tier, you know, up into my same tier as Terry McLaurin now. You know, there's guys, there's an age difference there. Same tier as Brandon Ayuk, same tier as Debo Samuel and Chris Godwin and, and JSN and, and Deontay Johnson. Oh, my God. I'm looking at these DLF rankings and and they've got Deontay Johnson at wide receiver 35. I've got him at 23. Okay. What are we doing with Deontay Johnson at 35? All right. I'm insane. Most, I mean, I know he's a mistake prone player and he's easy to like, you know, point out the flaws with, Right. But oh my God, I, he's such a good player, such a good route runner. So like, give me a break. I, I think Deontay Johnson might be one of the most undervalued like dynasty uh, players out there right now. But yeah, I mean, John Dotson though is a guy that was like, I got to get this guy higher. So, um, you know, I certainly think he, his, his dynasty ranking now sort of reflects what I feel about him, which is okay. there's, you know, there's uh, London, Olave and Wilson tier of them, tier to themselves in this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that draft. And then I think right after though, it's Jahan Dotson. And I think there's a drop off from Jahan Dotson to all of the other receivers that were rookies last year. And I think now him being in tier three uh, is, is a, is, is kind of a good, good place for him. We talk about projections all the time and we're in the projection business. Uh, we're in the projection part of the off season as well, because you know, we're, this is, that's all the time we got in the world to, to do all these projections. But when you talk about Deontay Johnson, I, I think the reason he's fallen off um, draft boards and, and just, you know, his ADP continues to, uh, to drop. It, it's because of the projections, not for him, but for George Pickens, everyone is so high on the yeah, uh, yeah. expansive growth of George Pickens that uh 
And again, and it makes logical sense. If you think that George Pickens is going to take a leap and you think he's going to become the primary target getter in that offense, well, Deontay Johnson's value has to fall. It has to. It doesn't make any sense for it to stay where it is, right? So, um, but I think your data, uh, the reception perception data, certainly uh, would suggest otherwise, uh, which again uh, is a big reason why, uh, folks, it's it's a little bit of a cheat code uh, to have a reception perception um, subscription uh, to help you with such matters. So there you go. Um, all right, give the folks a little bit of, of a, a update on the calendar, uh, drop dates, and all those kind of things. I know you've been uh, just slammed moving across the country. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I hate to hate to do this, uh, but I am going to delay. Like I mentioned earlier in a couple of the show, I was like, I don't even know how many people even uh, pay attention to these release dates. I, I put the <laughs> no, announcement on Discord. People are like, yeah, I don't. We don't care about these release dates. That's fine. Uh, whenever you get the stuff, is fine. Uh, yeah. So uh, that made me feel a little bit better about it. But I, I hate to do this, but some of the guys I was planning to drop on July third. Uh, the final usual main drop for these like other NFL veterans, you know, the usually it goes second year, you know, second year receivers at year three to four. And then um, these, all the rest of them on in early July, I'm gonna push some of it back into like mid July, like j- the week of July 17th. Uh, just cause like you said, I, I have been, um, I have been slammed uh, moving across the country. I promise to never move across the country during RP charting season ever again. Uh, <laughs> Listen, never, pal, I mean, don't, gonna, Hey, Hey, Listen, don't don't make promises you can't keep. All right, what are you gonna do? I mean, you're, it's Dude, either in the season again. or in the off season. <laughs> I'm never, I am never moving again. I'm never period. Moving again. That's actually that's oh that's the real God. promise. I'm dying oh right there uh, by the lake. So uh, okay. yeah, I, I uh, basically what you can expect is on July 3rd, uh, I'm putting up most of the guys with one at least one notable exception. Almost all guys from the. 2019 draft class so Debo okay. Samuel DK Metcalf the aforementioned Deontay Johnson um AJ Brown Terry McLaurin those guys Marquise Brown maybe those guys will all be up there and then some of the other vets you know the Devontae Adams the Tyree Kill these really really good players are going to go up um uh, on July 17th the week of that that week because I go. do take a vacation on July 4th week uh, I'm not going to be charting during that week I'm not doing the <laughs> podcast either I'm not doing any of my podcasts I'm there taking the whole week off so uh, yeah, it, it, just, it's, it sucks. I, I don't like to delay content, but it's the reality of where my life is right now. But my For promise sure. to the people is this, I promise by week one, there's going to be more profiles on the site than in either wow. of the first two seasons. Wow. Uh, I believe if my records are correct, it was 67 and like 70 the first two years. I think I can hit 80 this year because wow. bro, there's so many, there's so many guys and it, I think it's worse than ever this year. I'm I'm looking at my list right now and I'm like, yo, there's so many like maybe not good, but players people are curious about. Yeah. This year more than ever. And I say that every year, but so yeah, it, uh, this th- there's a delayed drop this year, but I'm promising a- at least 80 by wow. week 1. 80 profiles wow. on site. Rookies, Amazing. rookies and vets included. Amazing. Amazing stuff. I love it. Okay. Um, so there you go. That's your show, man. Uh, Matt's a, a busy boy uh, there on the East Coast, but uh, but certainly um, we're going to get tons of his content. Speaking of tons of content, uh, the podcast in a couple of weeks here is going to be moving to a two-a-week format. So uh, if you love us, we appreciate y'all. If you want to uh, you know, like, and subscribe to the podcast, that would be great. But we're going back to the two shows a week format starting in a couple of weeks. The week after 
uh, Matt goes on vacation for a much deserved uh, vacation during that July 4th week. So after that, though, watch for two shows a week um, and uh, we'll be off and running and just steamrolling ahead towards week one. So that's Crazy. that's the good stuff. man. I know that's the good stuff right there. All right. So there you go. Uh, that's it for the show, man. We're going to catch you again next week. We appreciate everyone listening. For Matt Harmon, I'm James Coe. We'll see you.